0: in the hospital but i don't know how uh, how the vitals will be but anyways hey guys uh welcome into a very special episode of the haven podcast something new that i wanted to do where i'm debating debuting debuting deb, what's the word De, debuting why am i having trouble with that word debuting is that right it sounds weird it's a debut Oh, the debut (laughs) of a new, uh, like, spinoff series for my um, steady listeners. You guys know I like to do something called Spotlight. So this is kind of in the same vein, um, a little bit of it. So this is called Roundtable, where I get together some very special guests and we talk about certain topics that we are uh, very excited about that it's coming out in the world of TV, movies, and or video games. So this is the very first episode, I hope, one of more so, or one of many, I should say. So thank you so much for taking the time, everyone, to listen. And I'd like to welcome in my special guest, uh, the Haven Podcast's residential comic book expert, my older brother, Tommy. Um, So I think real quick, before we kind of get into details about Avengers Endgame, like this preview that we want to do and kind of go over our expectations, what we're excited about, stuff of that nature. I think I just kind of want to set the table here really quick for everyone that these are discussions that amongst all of us, we always have on a consistent basis. And we've always kind of made the joke like, what if we just put a microphone on and just see what happens? So I think that's kind of the idea here. So, are you going to be an investor? Are you on the? This is a discussion. You're on your fucking phone looking at Pornhub. What the? Jesus, dude. So say hello, Tommy. What are you doing in this video? Oh, it's a, dude, I got it. so did you did you see that though? The news that Endgame leaked on Pornhub.
1: No, not not there. I heard that, um, like, the last five minutes was recorded in some uh, theater, like, in China or something.
0: Yeah, so a bunch of people apparently have a handful of different scenes, not the full movie, and they are like, we're going to put this on Pornhub. So if you go there, you can just search Avengers Endgame and see little, like, horrible camera shootings of it and... Spoil the fucking movie for you. Yeah, you know yeah. I, I I typically don't go to Pornhub and, and I, I go to Pornhub I, for all of my movie leak. I, I news. know. I love it. I love it. So with that said, um, again, Tommy, welcome and thank you for taking the time to do this. I appreciate it. Um, we actually did have planned for one more than one person or more than a one-on-one conversation because of scheduling conflicts. It did not occur, but. Um, we think we can kind of give you a, a, at least a little bit of laughs along the way. So with that said, so let's go ahead and just kind of jump into it. So for you personally, what is, if any, your hype level on a scale of 1 to 10 going into this movie on Thursday?
1: Uh, I would say a 10. So if you look at it, this this is the 22nd or 23rd mm-hmm. movie, uh, 11 years in the in the
0: I was literally watching Iron Man last night and I checked the thing two thousand eight. Two thousand eight, right. So, so 11, eleven fucking years. Yeah, eleven
1: years and this is like this is it. Right. This is like that first part and yep. uh the first phase and that and... closing of
0: that first book, oh I yeah. guess. Yeah.
1: And, and obviously I mean I'm I'm getting at a hype level where it was almost almost at the level like that like the last part of the trilogy of Lord of the Rings, right?
0: oh you shit know? okay so cause I'm cause like cause you love fucking Lord of oh, the Rings yeah. and I'm it's, very like eh
1: so and it's just it's just the conclusion of that and, and three hours and, and two minutes long um, oh fuck dude it's, and I'm, so I'm, it's gonna be I'm gonna be all in my glory <laughs> and, <laughs> I don't know what that means I'm you know, gonna be naked <laughs> watching this movie <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're a, like, you're like, oh yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna be shirtless right next to you, so it's all good. Yeah, uh, and I'll uh, make sure I have my Slurpee too. That <laughs> so three guys got all into the Slurpee cup. Um, so I would say, if we're going off a ten scale, mine hype level is a ten. If I could, I would go to a thousand on this. Yeah. I, I haven't been. I, I think the last time I was this excited for any TV or movie of recent memory. Was probably Infinity War, and then closer to or right behind that, I would probably say shit. I mean, Game of Thrones is up there right now too, with kind of the excitement of everything that's building. But Infinity War was like, I was fucking like jazzed mm-hmm. for that. No,
1: I'm I'm I'm, I'm super excited. Um, I think the the Rooster brothers from Captain America: Winter Soldier has really, oh, you know, I, I think they they've taken the Marvel universe and just put it on a different tier
0: oh they've taken it to another level and i think a lot of the creators too they've brought in like writers directors etc they are just like the ruses i think are kind of on the top of the mountain yeah and they took was it john favreau's favreau's who like set a bar with iron man right and then you had other people come in but they were just like let's flip the script and do something yeah fucking nuts. well i mean to be honest
1: you know i mean he John Farver did a really good job, I think, with the first Iron Man, and I think he kind of shit the bed on the on the second one. Oh, that was a and and, and then now. what's the name who did the the third one? Oh, Shane
0: Black. Yeah. So I started watching that a little bit last night, and I I didn't had no plans to watch any of the MC movies going into this because I did yeah. it all for Infinity War. There was a couple ones that I'm like, oh, I want to go check out these specifically, like rewatch Infinity War and everything, and so. I'm going through, I start watching Iron Man 3, um, and I I get to the beginning of it, and I'm trying to put myself back in, and I didn't remember how old Iron Man 3 was. It's been out for a while, right? Yeah. So it starts off with the Paramount screen, and I was like, Paramount? And then I had to Google it, and I was like, fuck, Paramount used to publish this shit with Marvel. They couldn't fund their own stuff yet, pre-Disney. And so... Um, kind of going through all that and like the intro with like the blue man group or whatever that song yeah. is and I was like oh this is cool but I got to like the scene where like he jumps into the snow in Tennessee or whatever with a boy and I shut it off like that was a like there was so much in that movie they could have done that was awesome yeah and, and I
1: think you and I talked about this whole that whole mis- misstep with the whole Mandarin because I was like because at that time yeah when, when they were shooting the movie and talking about the Mandarin they, they set it
0: up in Iron Man 1 with well, that
1: group, with the Ten Rings. Well, and and don't forget, they also announced the whole Doctor Strange thing. So we're yeah. like, oh, the whole magical side, mysticism, all that's coming into, blends, into play. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's cool, and and end
0: up just being just a freaking turd. No, it was it was not a like it just didn't do anything for me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hype level, kind of refocusing that. Very excited for this movie, but let me ask you this: What are your personal expectations for the film going in mm-hmm. and i think kind of like a 2 part to it or another part is what is your faith in the russo brothers and the writers i think it's mcfeely i think that's one of the writers and there's a second guy the four of them yeah they worked on infinity war together like and i think uh they wrote to um shit they even worked on civil war i think right i think all four of them did
1: yeah they, they kept that team pretty well together so and, yeah and, what's your
0: expectations your faith if you will going into this movie of like because to me this is i don't think we're the only ones that are like super duper excited for this movie i think their expectations for the vast majority of people are through the roof so how confident are you in their ability to hit that mark
1: so, so I, I mean obviously you know since you know winter soldier right they have done nothing but deliver yes and, and and obviously if the you know the Civil War and then obviously the the uh, the first Avengers um, you really saw keeping that tone of that movie mm-hmm. keeping all the characters giving them up screen time not like leaving characters like what what the fuck happened to them what, what's going on with that mm-hmm. um, so I really like that um, so th- I do obviously have high expectations because they've got to wrap up this whole thing which is going to be pretty difficult but if anyone can do it they can um, I do got some concerns though and uh, my some concerns is, you know, coming from right off that Captain Marvel movie, oh, geez, in, in, introducing her to, you know, this mix of all these other established characters. Right. And mm-hmm. they really play off each other. They, you know, the, the, the way those relationships had developed. And then just kind of like, you know, when you show the, the trailer of um, when Thor, Chris Hemsworth was calling his hammer and Brie Larson was there. Yeah. And she had that smirk. And I'm looking at her character. Yeah. And I understand she that that scene was shot before the Captain Marvel, before right, she actually right. knew her character, but she looked like some extra from some old Navy commercial, right? Oh, really? Did you think that? Yeah. I, I love that scene. No, I, I was I, like, I, I couldn't. Uh, say,
0: well, and and the problems I think is I and Nick called me a sexist. That's her other brother, Nick. He called me a sexist because I was like, oh, I think she looks she looks great. And I don't know if it's because they put makeup on her. Well, I, I <laughs> and I was like, is that why I like her? It's I, I don't me. think it's the
1: makeup. I, I think my problem is is just it's her her portrayal of that character. And the direction
0: they decided to go, and...
1: Yeah, so, and and again, I I guess I kind of look at her character from the comic books, and and when I make reference to, like, my knowledge about comic books, I'm talking about everything outside of the last ten years, right? No, and
0: that's fair, though, because even, like, you look at the Ultimates line, which is, what, fucking 18, 19 years old now?
1: Oh, I mean, Mark Miller did a fabulous job on developing that They take inspiration
0: for that, for this MCU a little bit. They've obviously leaned on later comics and stuff. I don't know how much of certain directions that they've gone through with characters or look and feel of these movies are from the most recent run of comics. That I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's an amalgamation of of
1: Mark Miller's run on the Ultimates and obviously some of the main storylines from, you know, um, Infinity War, Secret War, some yeah. of that, some of that, uh, those, those um, really good stories. Um, and obviously, the, and I the think the last ten years of Marvel Comics, they've those storylines they've kept away from. Yeah. And I think they there's should. a reason for that too. Well, I mean, I co- comic readership has been down. Um, yeah. They're 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 trying to, I think, um, play to certain audiences, and and I think for those diehard comic book fans, they're like, no, yeah, it, I'm going to kind of get my fix on just from the movies and from that makes from other sense media. too,
0: because if it's like the situation too for the past ten years via comics and the stories that they're trying to tell and the way they're trying to tell them, if people that are loyal comic book readers are like, eh, it's just not scratching that itch for me, let's go back to the MCU movies who borrow a lot of elements from those classic runs that I do love, right? But they still do their own tweaks and spins on them. I can totally see the excitement of that, you know, and and what have you. Uh, For me personally, I... How can I put it? I am very... What's it? Not worried... I'm not concerned to think of the right word I'm excited for this movie but I also am what's apprehensive about it mm-hmm. because of like and you said it yourself Captain Marvel she's like Charlie from Sunny Philadelphia where he's like I'm the wild card <laughs> and this is why so I think we definitely talked about it where there was a shit ton of rumors from people that are in the know and this movie's been under wraps so you can say it's all bollocks too I get that But when you, when the word on the street is you shot two fucking different versions of this movie and you had extensive reshoots and in all fairness to the boogeyman that is reshoots has gone away because these movies are getting so much fucking bigger and it's just all over the place. So a reshoot doesn't necessarily mean this movie's in trouble and shit or anything like that. I think depending on who's creating it it can be, I think a great example of that is the new X-Men movie where they had a crazy amount of reshoots. Uh, What about X-Men New Mutants? That shit's not even, you know what I mean? Like, so what I'm saying is back to the Captain Marvel focus, you have two different versions of the movie. And if the word on the street is the Ruzos and Marvel butted heads, which will happen creatively, that's always going to happen in these situations. But they're butting heads because Marvel's like, we got to put her in for Infinity War as well as Endgame. And the Ruzos are like, no, dude. And you have to compromise to be like, we'll put her in Endgame but not in Infinity War. I mean, it just seems kind of weird to me. And I think a good a, a good uh, symbol of that is it's not coincidence, and they've said it themselves, the Ruzos, that the final characters standing after the snapping, are the original six. Yeah, you have War Machine and Ant-Man and Rocket, but, and then Nebula 2... But you still have the original six from Joss Whedon's Avengers, right? So now you have Captain Marvel who, from what I understand, unless I'm wrong, Marvel's pushing to be like, no, this is going to be one of the new many phases taking up the mantle of the Avengers. That's cool. So I get why you'd want to introduce her. But dude, coming off of Captain Marvel... That movie fucking sucked, man. Yeah, well, it's so disappointing. It's interesting. She's a fucking (laughs) thief. She stole that dude's bike and the fucking clothes. She's a klepto. Why would we root for her? And her fucking arc is non-existent. And I know I've 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 ranted and raved about that movie before on the podcast itself, but I guess it still has a it still has left a really bad taste in my mouth because I'm thinking back on it after time, and I'm like, who the fuck was in the room or not in that room? to make those decisions.
1: I don't know. I mean, I, I, I agree with you. I mean, not only she's a klepto, she's also full of herself, you know, she's like, well, you guys didn't have me before. Like, Oh shit. <laughs> she was, yeah, she was a fucking
0: like, see, I don't find that. I, so you see, she has an ego and I get, I kind of like that kind of basically her coming into a room. I can get why they made that scene. Are you referring to the end credit?
1: Well, yeah. And I, I guess, I guess my, my issue with her character is, um, like Chris Evans does a really good job on portraying Captain America,
0: but growing with the storyline. Correct. And, I his mean, arts, and, yeah.
1: and a lot of it stems from. And Civil same War, with Stark. right? Because Stark's not yeah. the
0: same character we had from Iron Man One. But, but same with Thor. But but they but they hold on to their values. Correct. Right? You have that core you know? ingredient of the dish.
1: And well, that. and and you know, in Captain America, his value was integrity. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, always doing the right thing, no matter how easy, you know, how hard the choice is. Um, Tony Stark's character was always about. You know, the ends justify the means. Right. Right. Um, if you look at Carol Danvers' character, she has a lot of values from Captain America being that leadership role. Yeah. And because when they did, um, in the second run, they did a Civil War two. Yeah, right? exactly. And she was on the one side and she was holding those values. Right. I'm not seeing those values being portrayed. Like right. doing the right thing, hold, holding the line. Yeah. I just don't see that, and hopefully I that comes I think their through.
0: version of that for Marvel Studios, and if I'm remembering correctly from Captain Marvel the movie, those values are, "Hey Fury, here's a pager I modified, so in case you ever need me, I'm reliable, yeah, right? But, if only yeah. if you, but then she follows that up with, only use this if you really need me.' What the fuck does that mean? And then at the end of it, because I, I know a lot of a big question was like, well, where was Captain Marvel throughout the '90s and 2000s when this was all going on? they are basically telling me as a viewer I got from the from that movie was, you want to root for her because she you like her. You like her because she's like, hey, I'm going to go on this adventure with the squirrels to find a new home planet, right? And I'm like, okay, but that's that's very, like, lazy to me. Yeah, I, I think if they... And I thought she was just a, a fucking dick the entire movie to everybody. Well, yeah, I think they could have developed her character
1: a lot more. I think if they would have st- stayed away from all the damn... Slow motion shots of her, you know, panning around her, like with fire explosions behind. We talked
0: about the fucking Wonder Woman effect, the slow mo bullshit of her, and it's like, what is that? How does that make it a better film? And then we got what, maybe five minutes, if even that, of her going super sane or whatever and powered up. And I was like, but like the the whole movie's just shit, right? So again, that's my my concern going into this movie of like, what's happening in that editing room floor with her and her character and. For all we know, too, and this is what I'm hoping for, is I hope this is a specific situation in regards to her late arrival into this wrap up of phase whatever three we're at. And Feige came out, I guess, yesterday on the red carpet I just saw this morning. And he told like some random reporter, like, no, the movie that's wrapping up phase three is not Endgame, it's Spider Man Far From Home. it's like, oh, that's a little bit different. They've done this before, like, Ant-Man wrapped up phase two after Age of Ultron. Okay, cool. So my thing is at the end of the day with her is I wonder, like she said, oh, I didn't film Captain... I filmed Captain Marvel after this movie, right? I wonder if the Russo brothers who were like, oh, we worked with the directors of Captain Marvel, if they brought some balance to it. And they were like, no, it's probably better if she acts like this or we portray her like this in this movie. And then I wonder if, like... Brie Larson and those directors got together after Endgame and were like, that's cool what they wanted us to do, but we are going back in time a little bit with this movie. We think we know the character better, and that's their version of it. So I'm just going to find it hilarious if Captain Marvel, who's my biggest concern, is a fucking awesome character in this movie.
1: Yeah, could we. And they
0: do something with her. Because, again, it comes back to what you said, your faith in the Russo brothers to make that chemistry work with the writers of that character because I mean,
1: bottom line, I don't condone hitting a woman, but I want to punch Brie Larson in the face when she she does that smirk. (laughs) No, she does. She has that face and you're just
0: like, fuck, why are you, what's happening? You're so mean. You're a thief. Oh my God. You're not a nice person. But
1: uh, all joking aside, um, the one thing that really excites me is, um, you know, the characters that, that survive the, the ashening or the snapping or whatever you call it. Cause Nebula, right? No one's talking about Nebula. No one's talking. You're absolutely so, right. So in the original run of the uh, Infinity War, right? Mm-hmm. Nebula. Uh, and I won't do any spoilers for for anyone. For but, the comic? Yeah, for the comic. When the comic
0: come, come out, dude? Like the 80s? Well, 1992, right? Dude, if at this point anyone listening is like, <laughs> I haven't read the original run of Infinity War. Well, so fuck that. Yeah. Guys, there's so, no, Okay, this, anyway, we've already gone spoilers. So, so, so,
1: so Nebula plays a, a humongous role. Mm-hmm in in that she in what, gets the gauntlet and what happened yeah yeah now the other thing they don't talk about and and i'm glad that they kept well james gunn is back in i'm glad they kept his script because mm-hmm. at the remember the end of uh guardians of the galaxy 2
0: with warlock adam, adam, like yeah. what, what's going
1: on with that because adam warlock is that is that yeah, synthetic human true. being Who is literally part of the whole Infinity Watch and all that other stuff. But
0: I think the one thing, though, I see where I think you're kind of heading with that logic. But here's the thing at the end of the day. They've taken certain things of Infinity War and certain movies and they've kind of just done their own recipe, right? I don't think at any point they'll bring Warlock back into the frame. I think Nebula, though, might be kind of like a red herring a little bit. Now that I think... You're right. No one's talking about her. I mean, I think... She's just kind of off to the side almost. And it's like... That's really weird. Why do they keep her around? I mean, I think there's a reason yeah. to do it, but um but that leads into my next question too then. So what do you think personally how what do you think the major beats of this movie are if you were to predict and how you think they're gonna wrap it up? Not what you hope for, mm-hmm. but what you think the Marvel, what we know from the movies, what do you think their version of Endgame is?
1: Well, I, I think I think one part is bringing conclusion to every major character, mm-hmm. right? So you're talking about the big three,
0: Yep, right? Thor, yeah, Cap, Iron Man, yeah,
1: and and it's that final send off, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if it's final is the right right word because right. I think there, I mean, there are already talks out there with Thor for, you know, and yeah, and, and what's his name, uh, T- what's his name the director Tiki yeah. Taiki. So, so that's yeah. so that's already happening. Um, he can direct anything. I fucking yeah. Ragnarok was fucking awesome. And so they're going to figure whether they're going to kill some characters off or they're going to bring you conclusions, so on and so forth. So I think I think throughout the movie, they're going to be building up to those conclusions. Right. And then obviously just full of action packed and all that. Um, I think there's certain things as audience members we're looking for. We're looking for that rematch between Thor and Thanos. That'd be sweet. Yeah. We're, we're, we're waiting for, for Hulk to literally just go to town. Yeah, yeah. right. To, to get that and for him to figure out um, what's going on with that, with why he can't come out or for whatever reason. Right. Like, uh, so I think that's it. So there's going to be a lot of that. And, and that's the thing is going to be really exciting just to see all that come together. Yeah. You know, or it could be like the last five minutes. We're like, what the f-
0: Dude, I I do have this recurring nightmare. This movie just fucking sucks, yeah. and I'm like, oh no, please, like. But here's the thing: it's no. like
1: the last episode of that old soap opera Dallas, where what's the name? I out. don't know Dallas. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a dream. Well, it's it's yeah. well, no, I think I saw a video where yeah. they're like like the worst endings of every show. Okay, you know, like you know Seinfeld. The mm. end of the show was in jail. Where, in, right. da- in Dallas, I forgot. I think it's Patrick Dempsey's character. Yeah. He wakes up and he goes, "Oh, it was all a dream." <laughs> <laughs> it's a big fuck. So, year. so in this movie, Pepper Potts is gonna wake up. Oh, it's all oh, a dream. <laughs> going Groot wakes
0: up, baby Groot. Yeah. Um I think for me, what I think they'll do, and as I just said, I have this recurring nightmare that this movie is gonna suck. But what calms me down is, to me, uh, how can I put it? infinity war in itself was what a two and a half hour movie a little maybe a little bit more i don't know the exact runtime. where you're bringing all these fucking characters together and to me they they hit it out of the park with that movie like i've watched that rewatched the movie i don't know how many times and there's really i don't think anything that pops in my head that disagrees with me or i'm like that it was stupid why did they do that
1: one thing disagrees with me is it the cgi <laughs> Well, there's one scene of the CGI. Oh, I think I know where you're going. Yeah, it's it's the Mark Ruffalo Ruffalo scene in uh, Hulkbuster. And I'm like, did you guys (laughs) run out of money?
0: (laughs) They ran out of money. I'm like, Steve, what happened here? Steve? See, the thing is, that was was brought to my attention. So now, I mean, I saw it clearly when I first saw the viewing. I was like, "Eh." but I'm so invested in what's going on. And it's funny because I think that's why you know you have such an amazing movie. Because where it really stuck out to me was when his helmet is off and it's right. that end scene when everyone's just ashed away and it's the it's the end point of the game of the of the movie and it's very emotionally fucking heavy and i'm looking at that i'm like he looks like he looks ridiculous but it still didn't take away from that scene for me um and and there's some of it too i notice after that with like a little bit with like spider-man and iron man when they're on the what's his face the ship malls is that his name? Yeah. He's on the ship or whatever and their helmets are off. There's a little bit of that too. <laughs> and I'm like,
1: eh, okay. Yeah, but Yeah, and I think I think that the setting of that was a little bit different because it was darker backdrop, right? Versus what Mark Ruffley was in Wakanda. Where it's stab you know,
0: yeah, right and shit. You know, like, and yeah.
1: I'm just like, oh man. I'm like, that's that's pretty bad. And and that's the other thing too. I think they've gone. Away from some of the practical vets from the first, the original Iron Man. Oh, totally. You know, and they're going all CG I'm like, did you really need the CGI over the original?
0: You, ne- they need some more. I would love to see more balance with it. And I don't know if it's just like, post we can get it. It's part of the scheduling of it. It's part of. It's going to take us so much more time to film this in this way, just our lighting, or can we kind of just go to our presets of what we want to do, and then we can just start filming? You know, you yeah. skin tight suit. But my point being with an Infinity War. Incredible movie it was, I mean, how many times have we seen movies similar, superhero or not, that do this big? Like we're we're bringing in a bigger cast, right? So they they did that and they did it to the fullest and they hit every mark for me that I wanted. So that's why I have faith in the Ruzos to be able to hit it out of the park with this one. And I mean, what they did with Infinity War was nuts to me.
1: Well, no, and scale, and and I think with this movie, I'm kind of getting this feeling of like Ocean's Eleven. Mm -hmm. With with this movie because you remember in Ocean's Eleven or Twelve they're going to do like a big heist. Okay. All the all all the characters have some role to play in, and and they're and they're trying to accomplish this almost impossible task. Right. And I kind of see this happening because they're hunting for him, right? Right. And and they're going to go on this adventure and and I'm kind of getting that feeling and I like I love Peter Soder Soderbergh's movie, right? So I'm like, oh, this this is like a heist film or
0: concept of it would be pretty dope and sweet. Um, it's i'm just curious to see how they how they tell this story and what kind of story it is because they took a huge fucking risk with having the main character of infinity war be a brand new character and that yeah. main character was the villain was the guy we were all fearful of for how long Liter- infinity war is about thanos that's 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 what it is like i don't care what anyone says man like this though goes back to the perspective of our heroes and what they do I think for me, as far as the big beats go, I think you're kind of on to something with the heist. I can see that coming together. There's got to be a moment if we're looking at arcs of a three-hour movie, or acts, I'm sorry, where they have hope in the beginning, probably at the start of act two. Their original plan, something goes wrong, they can't do it, and now they're like, oh shit. And then they figure out, okay, we can do it this way, and then we get to our finale. I know for sure, no matter what, the everyone that ashed away infinity war is coming back yeah we know that right how they do that how they tell that story we'll see what it is i think they're going to opt out to be kind of safe and just like someone gets the gauntlet and does something with one of the stones is the reality stone they're in i think so right reality or mind uh for for which like where the souls would go oh, the soul stone the soul stone death. So you got the soul stone. They, they do something with the gauntlet. They all come back because I think they are definitely going to have that moment in this movie and it's going to suck because it's going to be at the very end and it won't be very long where they do that panoramic shot yeah. of every single fucking hero and then they all go after Thanos because to me that's believable where all of them come after Thanos and Thanos can still hold his own because he's fucking Thanos. But I just think that, for me from a creative standpoint and storytelling standpoint if this ends with everyone fucking happy, and a good—do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, good, I, I, I would. Be I don't think pissed. it's
1: gonna go. And I think I think one of the things that's exciting because we're talking about all these different ways this movie can end mm-hmm. is, is let's talk about the trailers, right? All the trailers, and t- I think I think the Russo brothers has always done a good job of not in misdirection, but not giving away too much. And I'll give you like an example. Um, when the trailer came out, we're like, oh, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. And then I saw a trailer for that new um, uh, rock movie with... Uh, oh, Hobbs and Shaw, okay. And, and I'm like... And I saw this movie. I'm like, oh, thanks for showing the whole movie Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's up. It was what yeah. I said about
0: Pet Sematary. It started off really cool. And then in that trailer, there's a second one they released for Pet Sematary, yeah. the remake, where they show you the fucking twist. And you're like, dude, this would have been so much more impactful if you had not shown me that, right? Yeah. And they went out of their way to tell you a story or build up the arc of characters so when that scene does occur in that movie that I'm referring to, and I, I don't want to do it for spoiler reasons because it's still kind of new, it's it still hit me. But it was like, dude, if you didn't fucking tell me that, yeah. I would have been so much more invested.
1: And, and and I think I think that's key for for any storyteller is to like, you know, you, you have those three major components of the story, right? Yeah. You know, um, you're, you're framing it. You have the climax. You you have. You want to pull the audience in, yeah, and and I think by you not your
0: audience invested, you know, you want to, really? you want to have these growth with characters. You you have to tell a focused story. That's what the great movies do. That's I think a great example of a movie like you said did suck, and I completely agree with you. Is Iron Man two right? That story sucked ass. Yeah, and well, they too t- <laughs> yeah, and they were too busy like, especially in the second one, like trying to put these little like sprinkles in these little seasonings of like we have a bigger universe, wink, wink, and we're setting it up, and it's like. Tell a focus story that always helps, beginning, middle, and end. I do love the ruses when every time they fucking say it, we write ourselves into a corner on purpose. So we force ourselves to get creative and get out of there. That's why I don't think the way they're going to solve certain things is going to be lame duck or lame, at least I hope not. So throughout that movie, with Endgame at least, we're going to have our hero shot. I, I I I would bet all the money in the world on that. Like They're going to have that moment. But it comes back to... You have to have consequences. Even if you're undoing the past, you have to have stakes. Because if they just fucking undo everything in Infinity War and all our heroes are safe, I'm going to be, frankly, pissed.
1: Yeah, I think they're obviously going to give us some Easter eggs on setting this up for the next phase of of the Marvel Well, that was going to be
0: my next question of, like, what do you hope Marvel sets up, if anything? Because for all I know is they could just keep it and let it breathe, which I actually would probably prefer...
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously it's Spider-Man Homecoming right after this, and I, I I, don't think they have announced the next slate of movies, right? Not not yet.
0: The only thing that's rumored that they're working on is Internals.
1: The, the, black, the black Widow movie, right?
0: Internals takes place way back in time. Okay. Black Widow would be an origin story, so that takes place pre-Avengers. And they're probably
1: going to have another superhero attached with her.
0: Well, we know they're doing Doctor Strange. We just don't know when. Yeah. So and then Black Panther's in development as well.
1: So so obviously I think there's a couple of ways they, they can go and I'm sure Kevin Feige has multiple writer rooms working on right. this, right? So obviously with with Fox in the fold Roger, now, yeah. You just open up the whole world of freaking galactics galactus and in- silver
0: surfer because he's part of the deal right yeah, yeah
1: the in, uh, and uh and, ri- and originally uh galactus was part of the whole infinity war too right? yeah so they're, they're going to bring a lot of different things and but they also kind of um shown some of their cards with the scrolls and the secret war mm-hmm. you know so i think that's a major component yeah um but there's there's so many different ways they can go about doing this which i think is exciting because yeah they got like thirty years, forty years of great major crossovers they can you know fold into exactly. it, and I think the most important thing is like when they when they start doing these homecoming and uh, Spider Man three and uh, making sure those stories continue being vital to that overall structure of mm-hmm. what makes
0: sense. What do you if there is one thing coming into Endgame that you uh... You kind of said it before where you're like, I'm looking forward to the Thanos-Thor rematch. Yeah. Is there any other moments that you're looking forward to or any moments you hope they put in where you're just like, I want it. Like, I know for me personally, it was in the trailer that they showed. And let's be honest here. They have gone on record and said, we make shit up for trailers. Mm-hmm. Like, we just film shit. We put it in there and they did it with Infinity War. You know? So that literally was different. If I can have a moment where it is... Thor, Iron Man, and Cap marching side by side inside against Thanos, and there is a good fucking action scene of them three versus yeah. him. I would like that because I personally. Well, on I, I, of... I would
1: include the Hulk in there too because I, I think.
0: See, I, I get it, but I'm just like I don't. You know, and you know what I think it is? It goes back to that moment, and I think this is where a lot of my love for these movies went to a ten. Was there's the scene in Joss Whedon's Avengers when they're in the forest and Thor and Iron Man are battling it out for the first time, and then Cap shows up in his stupid ass costume. Yeah. That costume looked like he fucking got it from like a Halloween shop while the other two look badass. And it's the lead up to it where Black Widow, and it's just, it's so perfect because you have Thor, who at the time of his character arc is so sure of himself. He's like, I'm gonna get Loki, I'm gonna figure this all out, I got this. Tony Stark being cocky as shit, you know. He's grown, but he's like, I'm Iron Man, I got this and then I love the scene where right before it he's in the hell in the Quinjet mm-hmm. cap is and then Black Widow says to him, like, These are gods or something like that, you shouldn't go down there and he's like Man there's only one guy that I believe in. And he straps up his parachute and jumps out, and then there's the scene in the, at the very end of the forest where all three of them are standing together, and I'm just like, oh, dude, that would be cool." And Well, and um, I think the only
1: reason I would include the Hulk is because Hulk on the common because it was one of the founding Avengers, right? And, yeah. and, and i like to play the, you know pay the homage to that, right, right. Uh, So I think that would be pretty cool. Um, but to answer your question, I, I kind of want to see um, Thor's character has been through a lot he's
0: dude <laughs> real quick sidebar fucking thor has been through so much shit in these movies yeah and the best is when he's recapping his journey with rocket on the ship before they're going to whatever the the planet is for the blacksmith yeah um and he's just like what is he like my uh let's see i killed my sister I, <laughs> a secret sister i didn't know about she tried to kill me killed her my brother tried to kill me he's dead now my dad's dead my mom's dead and it's like fuck yeah thor's been through some shit dude like so i was hoping it would be a storyline and they kind of have they've kind of put some seeds if they want to go there as far as thor's story yeah i personally wouldn't be upset if they killed off cap and iron man but thor has a new arc where even as powerful as he is as sure of himself as he is as a god something happens in that final showdown with Thanos where he wasn't able to save his two friends. So he's carrying this burden. And then what was the comic book line they did where Thor basically reloads Kate's Asgard to what was it, Montana or Tennessee oh, or something?
1: Yeah.
0: Something similar, but please not as fucking cheesy. Cause I, yeah. the idea of it's cool, but I was like really going to put him in fucking Wisconsin or something. Well, like, I, I could
1: see. And I think part of that, and I mean, I, I wasn't, I, was, I wasn't a big fan of that story plot yeah. because they were um, they're trying to mirror what was going on in this country what, like from political aspects of oh God gotcha. immi- yeah illegal immigration. Well and, I think the
0: biggest question yeah. we all can are wondering what happened to Lady Seth? Well, yeah, and, talk about like yeah and, and valkyrie did did she die in the in the valkyrie is confirmed to be in this movie okay so i don't know to what yeah. capacity but apparently you know they said pretty early on after infinity where that was a big question because she was a character they introduced in ragnarok that a lot of people liked and i really did too i liked her dynamic um just playing off of thor and she was a fucking alki you know of like yeah like I, I think the best part of that is when he finds out she's a valkyrie and he's like, dude, you're part of like the Special Forces unit of Asgard, you know, or used to be. And she's like, I don't give a shit anymore, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm an alki, right? So I think they did. They, I'm, No, I'm pretty sure they did confirm, right off the bat, like after Infinity War, she escaped during the Thanos invasion of the Asgardian ship with a handful of, th- of Asgardians. So she's definitely, I think, going to be in this movie or in some kind of capacity and everything like that. But... No, like you said, like Thor, like what happens to him? Because he's been through so much shit in these fucking movies. Yeah,
1: um, I think that would be a good conclusion. But, you know, the, the next phase, they got so many characters they hadn't right. touched on, right? Oh, absolutely. You and you know? want to give
0: them their proper spotlight too. I personally hope they stick to what they've said in terms of casualties. That people that did not die from the snapping are dead and they won't bring them back. So if they do some bullshit where Vision comes back and oh wait here is Loki as well or what's it, what's it Heimdall comes back and I'm like yeah really like because Vision died because he got his fucking thing ripped out the stone it wasn't because of the snapping so that kind of I was like ooh and they're doing the Disney Plus series with Scarlet and um, Vision the, now yeah. too but that's they said oh no it's takes place before so it's like oh okay like stick to some of your stakes because I know for me. if this movie ends with say cap dying or iron man solo dying or thor i'd be like that sucks but you wiped i'm your your treat. i have to base your decision of how you wrap this up off of your last movie because it is part of this it's pretty much part two let's be honest yeah. with well, you wiped out half of the team mm-hmm. and yes you're bringing them back but what are the stakes like i think it's more important if you tell the audience through your story like you can undo certain things sometimes but there is a cost to them so i think that cost being some of these heroes the main ones we've known and love would be great plus i think robert jr is just like he's fucking too expensive chris evans seems to kind of be over the role a little bit and then i think for thor he's chris chris hemsworth he would come back and do it but he's probably gonna ask for a lot of money well
1: and i think we're also going to see some probably unexpected twists too oh yeah so i'm I'm looking forward to that which will
0: throw everything in yeah in in the motion and stuff my only thing is with this movie as far as teases go for what comes next i'm sure they're going to have something at an end credit scene i haven't looked to see how many they filmed for this yet um i'll find out before we go see it on thursday so we're not missing anything but my i kind of hope they don't do any teases i wanted to let it breathe on its own and just kind of take it in but i think marvel will do it whatever they do decide to do in the future i really really hope it's not galactus i hope it's not here's thanos right now we're going to give you another purple looking guy or i'm trying to think of someone or like dr doom right here's dr doom now and they do something of that nature where there's this guy that's like no i'm trying to destroy the galaxies and the world again like you know that I'm saying that that end game of that one main guy that oversees these entire movies. If you were to replace him with another dude, regardless of what his motives is, like we just saw this story. So I want. That's why I think Secret Wars with the squirrels that is super cool. Like you can do something very unique with that as long as their uh, so their motivation for what they're because originally it was because what they were trying to take over Earth, right? Yeah. So again, we've already kind of seen. And I know that's not Thanos's arc. He's trying to balance the scales because he thinks he's saving everybody. I mean, good luck to whoever wants to fucking write this because when they did that twist with Thanos, not the twist, but that was their setup, it was fucking brilliant. And if you remember, they changed it, dude, because at the end of Avengers, when they show him and the guy like with his sidekick is like, to challenge them is to court death. And he just smiles and it's like pre-Josh Brolin. You're like, oh, Lady Death, Infinity War. Ah, dude, we got it, man. Like, that's the connection they pivoted so they do a lot of their own tweaks and everything along the way too
1: yeah i mean there's i think there's a lot of stuff they can do you know one of the things going back to the secret wars it kind of reminds me of the of the variation stories of like the manchurian candidate yeah where you have all these people that are embedded in all these levels of government all over the God, world and it's coming to this conclusion right does that
0: seem though too similar to the hydra storyline the hydra twist well i mean it's within shield only but so there's politicians to that yeah
1: i mean it's it's a little bit but you're talking about on a full global scale and and the whole reason behind that is to really get rid of the superheroes because the scrolls wants the natural resources of the of, of the
0: planet and all that so for people that aren't listening or people that aren't for the people that are listening that aren't familiar with it what is – because I know there's two forms of the Secret Wars, right? Or is that Secret Invasion I'm getting confused with? Uh, the one with the squirrels.
1: Yeah, so that's the Secret Invasion. And right. That, and that also uh, – so Secret Wars deals with uh, the Beyonder.
0: That's when they go to the planet. Yeah. Right? Oh, okay. okay yeah,
1: okay. so that's that's that. I mean, that, that's another thing too, right? But that's yeah. more – but I, I don't know how – it sounds I,
0: like more of its own movie. Like it's a like, like a cosmic like, type an movie. Not yeah. or whatever. And I mean, Kevin Feige has said too they want to go more into space. So, I mean, that could be an angle they go to. Yeah, but... I mean, they, they set
1: the level with the Guardians of the Galaxy, right? And I'm like... And Doctor
0: Strange is all about the magic and stuff like that, too. Thank and Captain Marvel's know. dabbled with it. I all wonder... I know
1: is, like, freaking Kevin Feige needs to sit down with Kathleen Kennedy and be like, this is how you do it.
0: Dude, I told F- you, Dave Fleoni, the guy that runs the Clone Wars show, and he's worked on... He did writing for the um, Mandalorian show. That is their Kevin Feige for Star Wars if they want it. I'm telling uh, they, you right they now. They didn't
1: get rid of Kathleen Kennedy. Holy or shit. Or just,
0: if you want to be the title of Lucas, that's cool. Go over there in the corner. Have Dave come in. I mean, he learned under Lucas. And I think he learned the best parts of what makes Star Wars special. But this isn't a Star Wars episode. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, I'm sorry, guys. That's next week. So, yeah, I think at the end of the day, I think the secret invasion storyline with scrolls would be badass. Just because if you're building up to something, and then when the Avenger movies, what, it would be Avengers... Five at that point right yeah when those occur and you have a twist where it's like uh um, I'm trying to think of somebody who's gonna survive all this or come back of like the the new cast of characters maybe
1: yeah yeah I think one of the things is gonna be interesting is you know when the next Avengers movie is gonna be about you know what's his new team look like what's what's the makeup right route? so if you
0: do something where you are building up to that over like say um I'm trying to think who's somebody that Let's go with Dr. Strange for shits and giggles. I'm not saying it will be him if they go this route, but I think that's, it fits my narrative, my my idea. You do Dr. Strange 2 and 3, right? You make him one of the faces of the Avengers, okay, of the new team, which I think I've said before, I'm on record, it's going to be Captain Marvel, it's going to be Strange, it's going to be Spidey and Black Panther. Um, I think those are the four. And then what they're going to do is they're going to take certain qualities of Thor, Iron Man, and Cap, and they're going to mix and match him, so they'll share some stuff. So don't think of it as, like, Spider-Man is, of course, going to be the young Tony Stark. No, he'll have that. He'll have aspects of Tony Stark's personality, but as well as, so will King T'Challa, as well with Black Panther. Well,
1: keep in mind, there's been multiple different teams of the Avengers, right? Not just, not the core Correct. team, but, like, the Dark Avengers. Right. And so, uh, you know, I think there's enough light up in the cast where you can have maybe even multiple avengers movies
0: absolutely i think i just i think if they go that route though and they're like here's avengers but wait a minute next summer is an event dark avengers or avengers something you know yeah i think then you're you're going too crazy you're diluting it keep it focused if if they
1: set their brand pretty specific i I think they're going to be able i i I don't think they will i I think i think
0: the dark avengers storyline though with like norman osborne and everything like that like that's great so i mean where i hope they would go if they're going to tease anything would be the secret invasion and like i was saying you do two more movies of fucking doctor strange and he's in some other avenger films where this new villain showed up right and then all of a sudden for your twist at the end of it you reveal that doctor strange has been a squirrel in hiding that would fuck with an audience because yeah. now you're you're invested, you love the character, you you like them. I think for everyone they're introducing that we think might be the new faces of the Avengers team or this version of it, I think other than Captain Marvel, everyone else like Strange, Panther and Spidey, I'm like let's go. Like those guys are great. It's Captain Marvel where and again, I think that goes back to just not having the right people work on her yet and I think they'll get there. I think they know what's up. Um but yeah, I think that would be really cool. And then I wouldn't blow their load yet on Fantastic Four. Yeah,
1: I mean, my, my only concern is the way they're approaching, because they're starting to introduce these Omega-level powerful beings, right? Oh, it's getting a little, yeah. with Like, I'm cool with Thor, and then obviously with Captain Captain Marvel, but you couldn't keep up in the ante, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, like for example, the Century, right? He's, yeah. a, he's a Marvel character who is literally one of the most powerful characters characters in existence mm-hmm. you know are they gonna go down that way because he plays a vital part in some of these major crossover well I mean events. you
0: can but like I think the Ruzas even said it too where I'm trying to remember who they were speaking about which character I don't know if it was Captain Marvel or if it was Thanos but they basically oh no no it was the children of Thanos from Infinity War they're like no yeah. we downed their power levels on purpose because we knew if we made them like they were in the comics they wouldn't stand a chance like Thanos would get to Earth and everything's done already so um yeah that's kind of is there any other thing else you can think of that you are excited for ready to see just final thoughts that type of stuff
1: uh no I I, you know the movie's uh what four five days counting right Conclusion yeah Thursday today. so and I'm uh, just super super stoked that's and, and I'm, I'm, I'm getting those the butterfly feeling in the stomach oh like, man, I gotta go this... use the bathroom yeah, yeah dude. oh my god um and so man balls. I'm gonna I'm gonna be br- bringing the um uh, a relief bag with me <laughs> i love it that
0: they are telling us this is the last movie of like this chapter kind of thing and they are so on the nose with like it's gonna be three hours that you I, I wouldn't i wouldn't have it any other way that i have to plan my liquid intake a day in advance so i don't miss a second of this movie yeah. like i don't give a shit it's fucking great so um yeah i just like you said just very excited for this possibilities are endless what they do I just hope, again, they focus on closing this out, and I think they will properly before teasing something new. Like, this movie's just like, hey, here's a bunch of Easter eggs of all the shit that's coming down the pike, and I'm going to be like, "Ah, okay, like, focus on these characters, wrap up their storyline, have the consequences. So I want to walk out of this movie feeling conflicted with my feelings. I want to have this sense of feeling of, like, it worked out for our heroes. Well, actually, no, it didn't. It kind of did. Um, There was some shit that happened, and there's. And then you can double back with the ramifications through other movies down the road. And um, I'm very curious how Far From Home looks, if that's going to be like Ant-Man level, like his own little world. Because he's coming based off of what my understanding, Peter Parker comes back and he's off the heels of like, oh, I'm coming back from an Ashening, like... All right, what does that look like for his character? Like, you can go to some really deep shit. Well, with what him. what is the
1: Ashenine though? Are are they dead or are they trapped in the? In I think the, I think the they're gonna. Ex-
0: I think they'll explain that. Yeah. And I think, like you said, they'll find out some way somehow early on from some source, and maybe it's like a Red Skull thing. I have no fucking idea how they're gonna do this, but you have some character explaining like, no, 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 those people in the galaxy are not gone, gone. Like they're trapped in the the Soul Stone. You can reverse it. And I think that's where the heist part comes in that you're talking about. And it's like, okay, that would make sense. But don't forget too, I'm also very curious if they take the time to explain in this movie, and not not a long time, there's ways you can do it super simple and easy. How is planet Earth after this event? Because you have this rapture-like event. Did Thanos get it right? Or because when they say half of the galaxy, that includes plant life, that includes animals. So now is food more sparse or is it just souls i I, I thought
1: it was just human beings. that's
0: what i thought and then she said half of scarlet or black widow has a line in the trailer where she says something like half of half life half of the life of the universe has been eradicated so originally i thought it was humans only and i'm like that would make sense because now you have plenty of food otherwise it's counterproductive maybe it's a side effect of that he didn't fully understand that what would happen you know and what if like I think it would be amazing if they do this storyline where they tell you like actually Thanos got it right it's actually better so people that are like I lost loved ones but my life is better than it's ever been like that could be some really fucked up and heavy shit they could toy with and you know and then they talk about time travel in this movie too that's been a rumor because of the quantum realm of fucking Ant-Man so they have so many ways to go I just hope they pick a lane and they stick to it and they don't try to do too much in this movie just just tell a coherent story we know what we're here for and i mean it's three hours like that movie's and i think i've heard him saying interviews too like the ruse is like there's no bird. yeah
1: well keep in mind when he did a snap it was half a life in the universe right so right. when ant-man goes into the different universe the quantum realm is a different universe right so all that's not undone bad. yeah well yeah
0: everything is fine in the quantum realm so I wonder if in the quantum realm, Ant Man can go to different multiverses. In theory, he should be able to, yeah. and stuff. Because and then it goes, it, it just goes back to something I keep thinking about, where Doctor Strange, you know, said, "What was that? 14 million or something? Possibilities, and only one we win." Like, I could you give me some more details? There, no, Did no, no, you no. write me a letter? I think there's gonna be a fucking scene, dude, when Tony gets back to Earth. I, I imagine he will. Like, they're not gonna kill him off in space. I doubt that where I wonder if they'll show a scene because they film these movies back to back if there is a scene where Strange does tell him yeah. this is how we got to win this and everything. Because I took his reaction when Stark looked at him looking back on that movie. When Stark's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Why'd you give him the stone? And Strange says to him, this was the only way. I took it as more of a reassurance now maybe to Stark like I told you what the what the only path was. Just stick to the path. you know, Be righteous yeah. with it and everything. Um, so I think there might be a little sprinkles of like certain stuff they shot already in this movie to kind of give you a little more backstory of where they're going and why. So, um, yeah, can't wait for this movie, dude. And oh my God, I'm so ready. So, um, I think that's going to do it for me. I have no other further questions. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. The first, very first episode of Roundtable. Yeah. Um, as always guys, hope you enjoyed this, uh, episode as much as we enjoyed making it for you. I'd love to do more. I got a couple plans of what that more exactly will be. And stuff like that. So hope you guys enjoy and you have opening tickets to Endgame and all that jazz. And then this upcoming uh, Sunday's episode, so the next one, I will have my official review for Avengers Endgame. Thanks, you guys. Take care.